I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's, it's so real to this day. I, I I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? (laughs) We did it guys. One that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Hello, my name is Demetrius. This is Jason. Hey, everyone. And you are listening to Spaces Podcasts Express. Thank you for coming back, everybody. Jason... Oh, we're off to a great start today. <laughs> uh, today we're, we'll talk about, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a free-flowing conversation, talking about business, all the things that you don't uh, think about or see behind the scenes, um, I guess from a client perspective, all the stuff that people are dealing with, which they probably deal with on their end, on their business side, but just the the random stuff that happens uh so we jumped on today i forgot that i had turned my computer off this weekend to finally give it a rest and it took like 15 minutes to log on and get this thing going and now as we're talking we were just riffing just having a conversation before we hit record about how we're all reliant on technology and what will we do if it ever just cut off Mid-sentence, Jason, your power cut off. <laughs> yeah, so for the people that can see a video, if we ever end up doing that, um, I'm in the dark right now <laughs> um, as you know, the rest of the team is trying to figure out what the heck to do with themselves because literally all the power to the building just got shut off. And in our building, that means you know, obviously any associate with computers and whatnot. And also all the power to our plant, <laughs> um, our manufacturing plant. So we've got you know, 30, 40 individuals back there that can't literally do anything at this point. Um, so that's so, just money, just torched. Oh, just torched. <laughs> so right? in your mind, you're just seeing dollars just burn Gone. up right in front of you. Just, just I mean, 
torched, legit <laughs> just torched. I mean, you got people now that are going to sit there and are on the clock and producing nothing because literally they can produce nothing. Yeah. Um, and it's not like it's even a manual situation where you can do anything else. It's just, you're done. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, those, that's definitely a really good example of the, the items that uh, you can't really plan for. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and that's business. Yeah. And then you have, and then, you know, so now we're sitting here thinking about it. And it's like, okay, what do you do? Do you keep everybody here for half an hour? I mean, it's windy as all get out. Right. Yeah. And it's like, do you keep everybody here for half an hour? Do you cut them loose in a little bit? Do you keep them here for two hours? Like, what do you do? Right. Cause you want to hope that the power is going to come back on, but there's a really good possibility that it won't, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And who knows when it will, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, it's kind of a trippy deal, but, and, and everybody's like standing outside my office right now and wants to talk to me. So, um, <laughs> I'm hiding here for a little longer. <laughs> yeah. I remember from the employee side when we had power outages, it was like vacation time. <laughs> it's right? just like kick back and hang out. I mean, there's literally nothing you can do. People just go dumb, right? I don't even know why I'm able to talk to you right now, to be honest with you. Like I want a laptop with its own battery, but somehow it's still on our Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's Which, that's weird. I don't understand that. I, yeah, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, right? But at the same point, <laughs> so I just gotta yeah. try and get through this recording really quick, and then. Well, and the funny part is too, like even our servers and stuff, even though they're remote, they still have to be on power. So it's not like you can even like log in, you know, remotely if you went home. Like it's just done. Yeah, uh, is it? Is your server your server is not on site? Um, I think we're hosted in the cloud somehow dude i don't know this is going far <laughs> beyond my scope like like way beyond my scope that's like um, sci-fi to you yeah i just you know when something doesn't work i just go over to people just like stupidly like fix this <laughs> you know what i mean like, i don't know how to deal with this so, so so that's another part of what we were talking about uh prior to to starting today is like on so on my end as a sole proprietor now I have to do everything and nope. I don't think people, I mean, it's in your mind, but you don't think about it really as much um, until you actually have to go through it. Like right. you do everything, your IT, your accounting, your marketing, right. um, you have to do the actual work, which yep. is, uh, it gets exhausting and you're trying to juggle all of these different tasks and you're bound to drop one of them. And my crutch is accounting i hate accounting <laughs> and so i appreciate all the accountants in the world it is like the worst task ever i think so today yeah. today i will uh, be dedicating the entire day to accounting sending out invoices following up with people for unpaid uh invoices and oh, all of that part sucks it's just part- so annoying you know it's like i you know Okay, uh, so we just had, basically you were running out of battery, essentially, and you had to check on a few things, but uh, <laughs> let's jump back in where you were um, talking about chasing down money. Go ahead. Yeah, you were talking about accounting and having to chase down bills and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, which, which the accounting, you know, whether or not you like it, it's not that hard necessarily, right? Not like that big a deal, but the chasing down money part is the one that just sucks. Yeah. 
And, you know, and it's really sad, right? Because like, I'm one of those people that's like, if I tell you I'm gonna pay for something, like remember when you were working on my house, I'm like, Hey, how much do I owe you? Like how much do I owe you? Right. Like I want to make sure I pay you. Right. Not only because, you know, I know you, but at the same point, it's like, you did a service that I agreed to. So, you know what I mean? Like I need to pay you. Yeah. Um, But like, even in this industry, like you end up doing what I call work for like friends and family. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the friends portion is all, and family portion is also what I consider to be like our builder partners. Mm-hmm. Right. And VIPs and that type of deal. Dude, sometimes they're the hardest people to get the money from. <laughs> like, and it's, and it's, you just get, and, it, and it's hard because it's now you're walking this line of like not pissing off somebody that gives you work. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though they agreed to pay for something. And it's like, how do you, like, there's been people I've built for like six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or even longer sometimes. And I'm like, I'm not going to let it go. But I also can't be like, hey, dumbass, like <laughs> pay your bill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and we do, you know, everything at, at a cost. Like we don't try to make money off of those people in any way. You know, it's just like, look, like, I think that's what you should do. Like, it was the same thing for you. If you wanted to do your house, you're in the industry. It's like, I'll take care of you. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And, you know, I don't know if they don't have the money. I don't know if they feel like they're shouldn't have to pay for it. You know what I mean? But then why would you agree to a price? You know what I mean? Like all these kind of things. And it's so like annoying because it's so literally, I just like send a paper invoice every month until <laughs> it finally gets paid. You know what I mean? And, and we got stamps that says like third notice, fourth notice, fifth notice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you're trying to, you're trying to walk that tight line and it's just, it's so, so frustrating. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and Dude. even sometimes when they come back and, they want to say, you know, and this is, these are the nice ones, right? Like, you know, they, Hey, I want to get this done too. I'm like, okay, cool. But can, can you clean up the other one first? You know what I mean? Before I do something else, like, you know, accounting won't let me do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you come up with all these excuses and everything else. And you're just like, ah, oh, just, just keep your promise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, you'd pay me, like pay, pay me. <laughs> yeah. you know? And it's not even the money sometimes. It's just the principle of the fact. Right. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, it's interesting, but then you get into the ones too, where it literally is just like a, a partner of yours that's not paying funds. Mm-hmm. Like I had a builder that was stringing us for, I don't know how long, Oh, you know, we're going to pay this week. Oh, we're going to pay this week. Oh, we're going to pay this week. And finally I just pulled the plug and I'm like, we're done. Yeah. Like I'm not doing anything else anymore. Like it got to that point and you literally have to start playing hardball. Yeah. And they call you and they want to make you seem like you're the bad person. <laughs> and you're like, and I just, I, it just blows my mind. Right. It was like, well, don't you understand? Like, this is what we have to do to get paid. I'm like, no, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul and freaking Peter bailed on you. So I'm Paul and I'm being left in the wind. Like yeah. this, this doesn't work that way. You know? And it's just, it's crazy. And I even got into a really heavy argument with one of them on Friday and just told him like, I don't trust you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't trust you. Like you eroded trust, whether you like it or not. Like it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, and it just, you know, it's, 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 it's the worst part of business. Yeah. The De- worst part of my opinion. Developer and builder clients tend to be the worst in that, uh, in that Do regard. That. Um, and I understand why, cause like you mentioned they're they're, they're trying to balance floating money on their end and getting their investor money and whatever, wherever their money source is, there's, right. there's this chain of command that they're trying to float and run their business right. And they try and push off other people's invoices as long as possible, which is hard for, you know, the people that are providing the service because you can't float whatever, you know, your your bills because you're a small shop compared to the money that they're raking in. 
and you're just trying to keep, you're just trying to keep your lights on and, and make sure that you can make your meals you know luckily they need us to finish a house <laughs> yeah um you know what i mean so and and, and i gotta be honest we don't, we don't run into that many issues mm-hmm. where people are on what sometimes the things that we have are discrepancies and you'll come in as like change orders right mm-hmm. so on the cabinet side you know plan one was supposed to be this, but then you go to frame walk and they add or change this, this, and this. And mm-hmm. so it's like, there's another 10% on it that everybody agrees to. Well, yeah. then all the POs keep coming over without the 10%, right? Mm-hmm. It's your constant reminder. Hey, you need to update this. Hey, you need to update this. It's short, it's short, it's short. And then at some point you get to this scenario where the thing's like this big, you know what yeah. I mean? And where, where it's way bigger than it needs to be, but it's a nut that needs to be paid. And so that's a lot of the stuff that we get stuck with. And it's like, okay, well, when did we agree to that back and forth? And you're just like, Jesus, like yeah. we did this seven months ago. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it causes all this additional rework to go back and, you know, show, well, here's when we sent it to you. Here's when you approved it. <laughs> here's when you asked the first time, you know, all these other kind of things. And you're just like, it happens. Or you get the ones where it's like, well, I don't remember approving that. Yeah okay, well, here's your approval. Okay. Well, what are the costs for again? You know what I mean? You're just like, God dang it. You know, like like you already approved it, you know? So that's, that's the part that tends to take up a lot of unnecessary time for me Mm -hmm. that at least that I feel is unnecessary, right. From my perspective. Yeah. Um, But you know, then again, I don't know what the pressures are that other people are dealing with. And Mm -hmm. at the same point, I can't hold up everything to keep going because, or, you know, because of that, because then you get yelled at because you're holding (laughs) up stuff for just a stupid PO. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this whole thing that goes back and forth and um, it's, uh, it's messy. So what, so for us, like the only recourse that we really have um, is literally to hold the drawings hostage at some point before we issue for a, plan check submittal and pull in the permit you just like put pencils down and you're like look i can't do i'm not doing anything else until we get checks uh on on your side what did what do you guys have to, at your disposal so i have only let me think me personally in dealing with this i've only done this once and this was somewhat recent uh, with a builder the same one that i was talking to you about that uh that you know i was kind of like promising and promising. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing flooring and showers and counters for this company up in Northern California. And I literally got to the point where they're like, okay, we need delivery. I'm like, nope. <laughs> like we're, we're done. Like until I see these wires actually come through and it hits our account, not your note for it or whatever, you know, screenshot or any of that kind of crap. Yeah. Until it literally hits our account. I'm not releasing anything. Yeah. And, and the, you know, and it sucks. Yeah. Like I hate being, I hate being that way. Right. Mm-hmm. But we also have to be prudent with what we're doing. And to be honest with you, then I'm taking a gamble because we already built all this stuff Yeah. that now I haven't been paid for. So if they finally say, well, screw you guys, we're going somewhere else. Now I'm sitting on a ton of product too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a really bad scenario. Right. Yeah. And, um, so we basically told him I'm done with that. Uh, I was done doing flooring in one of their buildings. I'm like, I, can't, I, I cannot do anything more for you yeah. until you pay the bill that you've been promising me you'd take care of for six months. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was on the phone with the CEO and everything literally told him, I'm like, I'm sorry, you've been talking to me for six months and you've done nothing. Yeah. I'm like, so don't be upset with me. Yeah. I've done everything I promised, you know, and you keep talking. I said, so your words, unfortunately at this point, I mean, it's literally what I said and it's harsh. Yeah. I'm like, your words don't mean anything to me at yeah. this point. It's, it's pay or don't play. Like yeah. I can't, I can't do it anymore. 
So, and then he called me back. I'm like, there's no reason to talk. <laughs> like, you're not going to, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be rude, but it doesn't matter what you tell me anymore. I need to see the check. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and he just, and, he, and and I think what's hard is because some of us want to help. Like I innately want to help, you know what I mean? And I innately want to be part of the solution and not the problem. That's just kind of how my mind works. It hurts. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel good saying that. Yeah. And I don't feel good putting someone in that position. And I think that's somewhat of a fatal flaw or could be because yeah. it's not right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not right on the other side. So yeah. Cause um, you're in a position that you still have to pay a bunch of people on your side that are, you know, right? got to take care of families and stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, luckily, you know, the company that, that I've been able to work for forever is, you know, fluent, right. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fluent with how they do things or affluent and how we've done business and stuff like that. So it's not particularly a cash crunch. Mm-hmm. But it becomes an issue of if I don't get paid, am I ever going to get paid? Yeah. You know what I mean? So because now you just can't trust the people. Yeah. Um, and that's difficult. And I mean, and because of that, you know, I literally put them on a payment plan, mm-hmm. you know, by floor, by whatever. I'm like, and, t- and like up front. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and oh, they fought it. And I said, I mean, they fought it. And I'm like, what would you do if you were me? <laughs> yeah. Like, what, like, what would you do? You'd continue to believe the guy that kept lying to you? I'm like, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not the guy that's lying. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And so it's, um, it's been, it's been, uh, this severe learning experience. And although I'm willing to have tough conversations, Mm -hmm. I don't like them. Like people innately don't like conflict. Right. And there's no worse conflict than things over money. Yeah. I mean, like there just, there isn't. Yeah. Um, so it's tough. I mean, there's, but there's a lot of those things as people that go to work and go do their quote unquote job, they never get an inkling of what you're doing behind the scenes to fight for the ability for them to have that job and to get paid and yeah. you know, all those other kind of things and, and nor should they understand it yeah. right? because they've never been involved in it. But those are those things to your point earlier that you just don't see behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I try to keep in my mind is um, your guy, DT 1600 Pennsylvania. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Uh, My guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he there is mean the a, next pre- the next president. <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> the there's a story about he had he hired an architect to work on something, and mm-hmm. similar uh, just kept pushing it off. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. Mm-hmm. He and this, the architect ended up doing an entire project. Never got paid for any of it. And mm-hmm. I try to remember because I'm sure in his mind he was like, "This is gonna be." big money maker it's going to get all of this acclaim um so much attention because of who it's with and nothing really came of it mm-hmm. and i try to remember just keeping my mind you gotta always make sure to get paid <laughs> yeah i mean there's you know there's there's the marketing perspective that comes into it too right yeah. and and the reason i say that is not 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 for that yeah. you know i remember you sharing that story with me before and if that's really how it took place i'm not saying it did or didn't that's yeah. bullshit if that's how it happened yeah. right i don't care who it is but my thing is like there there's some things where they string out and string out and depending on the amount of money if it becomes a major friction point yeah you make a business decision yeah. right and I, and I, and it's a business decision from a marketing perspective it's yeah. like is it worth and don't think they don't know that yeah you know what i mean like don't think that they don't know that because when they come back and they say things to the effect of well you know how much business i've given you you know what i mean like that kind of thing and you look at them like <laughs> side hit. so that's yeah. that's our rationale like <laughs> like 
okay, yeah. <laughs> well, you agreed to this, but so, I mean, so there's, you know, of course there's things we've washed, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and I think you, you have to make those decisions pretty consistently, but there's also ones that I won't drop in principle, Yeah. which I would tell you from a business perspective may not be the smartest thing either at times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it just depends on what that bone is for that dog that day, you yeah. know, and, and everything else that rolls into it. And the fact that you didn't have powers, so you're pissed off about whatever, you know, who knows. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's those little things that you have to watch after, but anybody that thinks you're going to read a book about business and know how to do business <laughs> is, is, is horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it can't prepare you for any of these things. And somebody like yourself, who's a sole proprietor, which I'm not a sole proprietor, right. In, mm-hmm. in the industries that I work in or the businesses that I work in, you have to be decently affluent at a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to be prepared for those things. And there's not a chance in hell that you're going to do that. And those books that you're looking at won't teach you how to do all of that anyway. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, mindset perspectives based on whatever, because all those really successful people that are quote unquote writing those books mm-hmm. were really good at something and have the other person writing the book for them. You know what I mean? Like if you look at it, and how that all works. So the only way to really understand it, I think is to go through it and experience it You know, yeah. like you're doing and you'll have a better understanding and you can probably talk to somebody about that when they go to start a business. Like, Hey, here's the part that I, you know, I, I just did not, I under undervalued or underappreciated or just didn't see coming. You yeah. know what I mean? Like do a little more brush up on accounting, you know, like that kind of thing <laughs> or get a really good accounting software. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one or the other. Right. And I think it's uh, just understanding the, um, you know, certain practices to have of like one of the things that I've learned over the years is billing ahead a little bit um, mm-hmm. beyond what you've actually committed because, you know, they're going to drag their feet on paying you mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just pacing your work. Don't completely fly through it until they, you see checks coming in and and know that that they're going to be regularly paying you and um especially especially with new clients uh you gotta kind of figure out how they're gonna work with you before you go and completely do a a whole job and just hope that they're gonna pay you for it so yeah it's 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 the dirtiest part of the whole thing yeah sadly it should be the most you know simple one Mm -hmm. because we've agreed to certain things but you know um it's it's the ugliest one for sure yeah, I uh funny thing is throughout this conversation I was just thinking of that um I don't know if you've seen that Family Guy, if you watch Family Guy. No, a, I hate stuff like that. <laughs> oh god, it's so funny. There's an episode where Stewie uh uh Brian owes Stewie money and he's like mm-hmm. he keeps coming up to him like, "Where's my money? Where's my money?" <laughs> over and over again. It's like I wish I could just do that. Just like go up to people like, "Where's my money?" Oh. Here's, here's, here's a really interesting part about the money thing too. And it's a discussion I had with somebody, I think in the last week and, you know, as people get further and further into doing big contracts, mm-hmm. like one of the things, you know, the, the client will tell you is look, you know, I'm giving you a contract for like ours is for like, this project would be like 3 million or something like that. Right. And they're like, but I need you to be at this number. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, I don't know if I can do that. And they're like, it's $3 million in business. You know what I mean? Like it's $3 million. Like this number is fair. And, and, and the, and the funny thing is you look at it and like 3 million sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. But if your margin is so slight or so small on the 3 million, like $3 million of business is a stupid idea for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're not making money off of it and, and that's a concept that I think a lot of people don't understand that they'll fight up against 
a whole lot when they're going through business, right? Like a big project, but you're doing all this work for a very small or thin margin. And depending on the business you're in, what the risk is that's accounting, you know, that, that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the people that are selling it on the other side, they just see it as this huge sum of money they're paying you. So you got to be killing it. Yeah. Right. And it's like, no, like it doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, 2% could make a difference. You yeah. know what I mean? In that, in that sum. And, and they don't really understand that at times. Right. So that becomes the hard part because it's nice to see 3 million and whatever your margin is on that can still be a lot of money, mm-hmm. but you take another couple percent off of that and it's like, does it become, you know, it's the juice worth the squeeze. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's also one of the bigger things that I've come up against where, you know, it's just like, they look at the dollar value and I'm like, yeah, but that, that doesn't, I don't, I'm, I'm not here for just revenue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're here for profitability. Yeah. So and those two are very different, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a good conversation though. Yeah. But, uh, thanks for joining me again today to the listeners thank you for listening Uh, we will talk again on Thursday thanks this show is part of the Gable Media Network you can check out similar content at gablemedia.com that's G-A-B-L media.com you can help support what we're doing here by leaving a 5 star rating and a review on your preferred podcasting app it helps others find us And your support is the only way that this show grows. And don't forget to connect with us through our Facebook community, Instagram, and see the random thoughts and articles that we share on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thank you again for spending some time with us. Talk soon. Stewie, uh, hey. Hey there. So, uh, it's been 24 hours. Got my money? Oh, you know what? Just give me till next Friday. I'll have it for you. Oh, oh, that's funny. I could have sworn I said have it today. Yeah, I don't have it. Sorry. Oh, well, all right then. Mm, that's good, OJ. Ah! Ah! Yeah, that hurt. Ah! That hurt. What the hell? Yeah, it ah! feels so good, does it? Ah! No, huh? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, ah! that's what happens, man. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what happens. Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host Patrick McLaney, FAIA former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise. From 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices 
worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm.